This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We are the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. I hope that you've been with us during the course of this week because we've been speaking about four incredibly important words. And those words are found in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God. And as we've said, as we've introduced our program every day this week, we cannot look at that from the, from the perspective of time because we know that God is timeless. But when we see how all things began in the beginning, God, as born-again believers, everything within us has to have as its beginning God himself. That will allow us to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord we serve. In the beginning, God. And it goes on to say, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God hovered over the waters, and God said, Let there be light. And it's interesting, Shelley, because darkness was upon the face of the deep, And God called out of darkness light. And because we are fallen beings, we really need a redeemer. We need redemption. We need a new heart. We need to have the mind of the Messiah. Everything that's not in the beginning God is not light but darkness. And in Genesis, it says the first act that God did was he separated the light from the darkness. And that's what he wants to do in your life. He wants to do it in Shelley in my life. And how is that done? How can uh, light come out of darkness? And how can uh, God separate? Well, for those of you who don't know the Lord, I encourage you to ask God to reveal himself to you. Give him your heart. Give him your um, being and ask him to come into your heart and give you a new heart and to clean up your life. And that's the beginning, that God's light will show you the dark areas of your life and he'll separate from you light from darkness. And this whole week we've been talking about what strength is in the sight of God is very different than strength in the world and prowess because the scriptures tell us that in our weakness, 
God is made strong. So if you have problems or you feel like um, you can't get out of the situation you're in, there's so much trouble within and without, I want to encourage you that out of that dark situation, God can bring in light and separate for you light from darkness. And in your weakness, he can be made strong. And that's really what we've been talking about all week through these scriptures, isn't it, Shelley? It sure is. We're going to turn to a portion of scripture now. And if you have your Bibles, turn there with us to the uh, chapter 4, I'm sorry, chapter 3 in the book of Ephesians. All right, chapter 3, verse 14 in Ephesians, because this is like going to sum up what we've been talking about this week. This is Paul writing, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. We see here Paul's prayer, which is so powerful, and it touches on exactly what we've been talking about during the course of this week in the beginning. Here, verse 16, we read that he would grant you. So where is something coming from but him? According to the riches of his glory, God's glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. Here it is. This is saying it all, that we need to be strengthened. It's not our strength, it's God's strength. It says strengthened with power through his spirit. The source of our power is the Holy Spirit that dwells in the inner man. So when we are born again believers and we are filled with the spirit, that strength is not ours, but it's the strength of the Holy Spirit. And I believe yesterday you, you read that verse from Philippians, Juni, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Without him, we're going to try to succeed on our own ability and strength. But no, it's the power of God in us that allows us to become overcomers. And then we could say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, Junie, this is powerful. And we need to see that it all starts by recognizing how it started. What was the beginning? Or I should say, who was the beginning? And the beginning, of course, was the Lord himself. And we also read Shelley in chapter 3 of Ephesians in verse 8, what Paul thought of himself. He said in verse 8, to me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of the Messiah or of Christ and to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery which for ages has been hidden in God who created all things so that the manifold wisdom of God may now be made known through the church to the rulers 
and the authorities in the heavenly places. So the church is really not an organization or denomination. The church is the ecclesia, the called out ones, people, you and me. And how can this uh, be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly places? How can this power of God be made known Unless we're born anew, unless the Holy One of Israel, the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God, lives within us. Unless you and I say, Lord, in my weakness, you be my strength. Lord, give me your mindset. Lord, change my my emotions, my God. Heal me. It says in Psalm 23, he restoreth my soul. It's in our weakness that he's made strong. So if we allow the life of God, if if he dwells within us and we yield our will to him, then the power of the resurrected God that lives in you and me will not only demonstrate to the authorities and principalities in the unseen world, but we will be different. And the people who know you, know Shelley and me, they'll see something is different. And that's what happened to us. As Jews, when we got saved, our relatives, our neighbors, our friends, uh, they, they couldn't believe what was happening in our life. And God demonstrated through our lives, through our family, a whole other way of living because we obeyed the calling that God had on, us, on our life. And everyone, everyone has a mission Everyone who knows the Lord has the power of the resurrected God living within. And each one of us can be a demonstration of that life if we obey the Lord every morning. His mercies are new. Hallelujah. And you know what's interesting here, Junie? We're using this week strength as an example. But every quality that we have as believers begins with God because we just read from Ephesians 3 and to know the love of God. Our love cannot suffice when we're believers because, you know, the Word of God says in Romans 5, 5 that the love of God has been poured into our hearts or shed abroad on our hearts by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the same one who strengthens us because if we are left to ourselves, love for us is very different than God's love. Human love is selfish, it's conditional, it's self-centered, and it's partial. But in order to have the strength of God, we have to have His love. And what is love from God? It's without self-interest. It's that it's love that is not provoked. It's a love that is patient and kind, not arrogant, and does not take into account a wrong suffered. God's love is a love that bears all things, endures all things. True love has as its beginning God. So again... We've been talking about strength, but we could talk about any quality of God. We don't have it in us, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, when he strengthens us in the inner man, in our spirit, we can have the qualities of God. It doesn't make us God, but we can then say, I believe you said it during the course of this week, Junie, in him we live and move and have our being. And the very nature of God will take possession of us as he loves through us, and as we allow him to be our beginning. It's true for love and for all the other qualities that God wants to instill in us. Because how often in the book of Ephesians itself does it say, Junie, in him, in him, in him. 
So I pray that if you've been with us during the course of this week, you're beginning to see and understand and desire this kind of mentality, this kind of perspective in the beginning God. And as you said before, Juni, it's only God who is the light of the world who comes to dispel the darkness. And the darkness in all of us is the way we lived before we knew the Lord. And if any of that darkness uh, is still in our lives, we need to repent and come to the fullness that God is calling us to by saying, in the beginning God, when the, we have a word to speak, is God the origination of that word? When we have something to do, did that desire to do it originate with God or is it something that's coming out of our own desire? So I, we pray that this week has been beneficial to you and that you could, before you do anything, think anything or say anything, can say to yourself, in the beginning, God. So this being Friday, we want to again identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Father, we thank you that you are the beginning. You are the Alpha and you are also the Omega. You are the source of life and we pray that you would be in the beginning of everything we are. We pray for our Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus and we pray for the church to be a people set apart. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.